Hungry Trilobite Podcast would like to start by acknowledging these fine conventions. The Hellmouth Con. The Hellmouth Convention is back, and it's hosting a spectacular event in the place of all places, Torrance High School, the shooting location for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Join us June 15th, 2024 for one day only. Proceeds benefit the Los Angeles LGBT Center and the Ron Glass Memorial Scholarship. Visit thehellmouth.org for details. SoonerCon 32. Oklahoma City's longest-running premier pop culture convention returns June 21st through 23rd, 2024. Prepare for three days of cosplay, crafts, tabletop gaming, and legendary guests, all in the friendly town of Norman, Oklahoma. To give back to the community, fundraisers and a live charity auction will be held. Visit SoonerCon.com to reserve your membership. Welcome to today's episode of the Hungry Trilobite Podcast. My name is Aaron Bossig, and I'm going to be your host. Today I'm welcoming Jay Kalagayan to the show, and he is a comic artist I met at Fan Expo New Orleans 2024. And this is the last in a series of shows that I recorded live at the event. This episode is probably the best example of why I love doing the live recordings more than anything else, because I met Jay purely by literally bumping into his table. There were so many people in the crowd that I couldn't actually get through and found myself hip-checking this table full of this comic book about this this sewer worker, to be very honest with you. And it was just such a fun concept that we had an instant conversation. And that's why I love conventions, because you just end up literally stumbling into some of the greatest concepts. And so now I want to get started talking with Jay Kalagayan right now. We are at Fan Expo New Orleans with Jay Kalagayan. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I really enjoying Fan Expo New Orleans. It's our first time here and met a lot of great people, uh, planted a lot of seeds, you know, uh, people buying first issues. Maybe the next time we see them, we'll buy uh, second season, third season, stuff like that. And uh, oh my gosh, it's just uh, we felt really welcomed. And honestly, the food, oh my ah, gosh. It is what? New Orleans, say no more. Oh, it's amazing. So the food is wonderful, the drinks are wonderful, and the people are really friendly. I love a town where you don't really have to worry about getting a bad meal. Any place you walk <laughs> into will give you yeah. something worth eating. Yeah, I mean, even the convention center, you know, I all respect to all convention centers. But uh, I would say the food at uh, New Orleans uh, Convention Center is uh, uh, sets a standard for sure. Yeah. I mean, I will usually say what you can expect to get at a convention is the lukewarm hamburger or the stadium nachos. And I'm, nope, I have occasionally had my share of those. No shot, but they're give, they're going the extra mile here. Absolutely. I had uh, red bean rice and a huge andouille sausage with that. Uh, uh, no pun intended. And then uh, a great gumbo as well. Fantastic. Nice. Very nice. So you're working on a comic book here. Uh-huh. Uh, Mest? Yeah. So uh, we're here... And uh, we are selling our comic book, Mest Comics. Mest is the uh, uh, the uh, nickname for the Metropolitan Sewer District. And uh, we follow uh, Lilliput. Lilliput's kind of our unofficial tour guide to the weird, wild, wet world beneath our feet. And uh, it, that's our comic. We've been working on it for the last seven years. I did about a year on top of that of research, interviewing with uh, different sewer workers, uh, doing tours of treatment plants. And I mean, like, think about this. Uh, we all flush a toilet on a regular basis. We all wash our vegetables, run a sink, brush our teeth. And the question is, uh, 
have we ever followed the flush? What happens after we flush? Mm -hmm. And uh, this is kind of, uh, with my research and everything, this is kind of uh, some science fiction answers, a little, a little uh, exposition on my part on, on, that, on that question. And, you know, you might think, oh, this is a bit off-putting or this is a bit weird of an idea. It's like, come on, who in this building has not watched their share of Ninja Turtles, okay? I know, I know. There we go. We're going to the same basic background here. We're taking it in a different direction. That's all. Well, I will say there are no clowns. No so clowns. we're going to have no clowns like it. We're not going to do that because <laughs> clowns are scary. No. Uh, but, yeah, we have, our, we have our sewer tunnels, and these are, uh, these are the roots of our city. They're an integral part to our cities, and yet we don't, we don't know very much about them. So what's nice about this comic is it kind of answers that question. In a very, very bizarre, almost X-Files-ish way. Yeah. Which is a little bit funnier than the X-Files. Well, I like that. But it, it gets into the, what they like said, we don't know what's down there, and it could be something that we're a little scared of. Now, science fiction-wise, what we're trying to describe the comic book as is like uh, Tremors, the movie Tremors yeah. with the worms, underground worms, like like the grossness of Tremors matched together with like a tank or a Hellboy kind of character, and that that's who Lilliput is. I could see that, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I from what I've seen of her, I get that she's, oh, I would say fearless um, with what she's up against constantly. She's adjusted to the weirdness quite well. <laughs> that's really what I'm getting out of her. I would say that uh, the men and women who do sewer services, sewer treatment in all the different cities, counties, towns, everything like that, I think there is a lot of weirdness that they don't share with anybody. Mm -hmm. And I was able to get some of that through the research and everything like that. So I, I think that, uh, yeah, they are fearless, they are smart, they are capable, and that's who I wanted Lily put to be. And the fact that this is not only a female character, but an Asian female character is not an accident. Oh, no, not at all. I was inspired to do this comic by my daughters. Uh, I wanted to have a strong character that happens to be Asian, happens to be female. And so when I bring my daughters with me to different bookstores, comic book stores where uh, Mess Comics is at, uh, they get to see someone who looks like them on the shelves. And, you know, we talk about representation in comics a lot, and I think that fact that you're an independent this is one of the best ways to do it not that we shouldn't have mainstream comic publications putting out you know diverse characters but the fact is that anybody can just say hey this is a story that needs to be told and i'm just going to do it i think that's the the drive of the indie comic or any independent movement is that people want to tell their own stories and they want to tell it the way they want to do it so that's what i've done here with uh, mess comics is really just focus on telling my story and getting it out and trying to produce as much quality work as possible when you say produce as much quality work as possible, what's your long frame here? Are you talking about 10 issues, 20 on ongoing series? We are an ongoing series. We have four seasons. I like to call them seasons. Okay. They're basically volumes. That's different. And uh, seasons like a television show kind of thing. But uh, yeah, we have four volumes, four seasons. We just started the fourth season. And admittedly, I have a lot of stories in my head. I'm ready to tell them. And uh, what's great about, uh, well, what's great about the sewer flow is it doesn't stop. That's a neat metaphor. Keeping the flow. Keeping the flow. Hey, you just want to have something higher quality going in your flow than you might have down. Uh, also, when you talk about quality, I, I love the fact that I wanted to do a comic book involving the sewers where if people said it was a piece of crap, it would I could spin it as a compliment. Okay, that's not a bad... <laughs> I, I can't swear on this, can I? Can you I swear? Can say whatever you want. <laughs> This is a podcast. I'm going to say piece of crap for now, and I'm going to spin that as a compliment. <laughs> but the, 
that's the idea. Is like you know you're doing your thing, I'm yeah. doing my thing. But the, the idea is that we're now independent. We're able to put out whatever we want because there's going to be an audience somewhere. Absolutely. And that's the, you don't have to find that you know ten thousand, twenty thousand people buying it. You no. just have to find the twenty that really care. We've been doing comic cons across the Midwest, uh, throughout Ohio, uh, Detroit, crossing to the coasts, uh, Virginia Beach, and then uh, this is our first time down south. Uh, with uh, this fan expo and uh yeah we're just really trying to expand our reach and uh get to know as many fans as possible what do you think about this fans uh, other than the food how do you find the south oh um i find it really welcoming uh there's so much culture here and uh one of the things that we do is uh, i have another comic that's branched off a of mess uh, it's called The Intrusion. And The Intrusion are adolescent cockroaches looking for sweet graffiti spots. Mm -hmm. So what I love about this city, especially, is so much street graffiti, so much street tagging. Mm -hmm. I've been taking pictures of that because uh, it's great research for these uh, adolescent cockroaches who are beautiful street artists. The, that's one of those things that is a bit beyond my understanding because I live in this big city myself and uh -huh. I always see the art and I don't really know the significance of it. Yeah. Well, I would say with the uh, with the intrusion with these cockroaches, uh, they're in the world of mest. But mest filter workers or sewer workers, they have nothing but focus. They have so much work to do. They're busy, busy, busy. These cockroaches, uh, they the food is literally flowing by on the uh, in the tunnels for them. They're kind of like uh, they're kind of like that lost generation. They're looking for ways to be great, and so they're expressing it through art. So when come to a cast of characters. Right now, I'm just seeing Lily, but how big does this get? So, in the third season, uh, we go uh, up to the treatment plant, and they're invaded by these creatures called the filaments. The filaments are filamentous bacteria. That's a real thing in the treatment plant. And I've given them sentience and the ability to walk around almost in a humanoid form. And uh, they basically infiltrate the treatment plant. And that's where we meet a lot of different uh, sewer workers and treatment plant workers. Uh, so a lot of these names that you hear, Lily Put's manager, her name is Fat Mucket. One of her co-workers is named Sandshell. Uh, I found this uh, working at the Cincinnati Museum Center. Uh, they had this great board uh, with all these different shells and some amazing names, uh, the names I just mentioned. And they're the names of uh, freshwater uh, mussels, freshwater filter feeders. And that's where names like Fat Mucket, Sandshell, Wabash, uh, um, Three Ridge, that's where all those great code names come from. I can see that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so when you can say after the third season, you have expansion plans after that, or are you thinking of taking on a whole different project? Uh, we just launched the fourth season. Uh, Dylan Speak, uh, he's our main artist. He's been with us from the beginning. He's done amazing work. Uh, Dylan just uh, finished chapter uh, two, chapter one, which we have here. And then he just finished uh, most of the artwork for uh, chapter two of season uh, four. So we're working on that. And then I, I'm going to be in New Orleans. I'm hooked up with a, a group called uh, Bayou uh, Barcada. And they're a Filipino historic tour group. And I'm going to be uh, researching some uh, of the Filipino culture here in New Orleans. Because I might have an upcoming project that I can't announce exactly okay. what it's about yet. But yeah, so I think that anytime you're taking on creative endeavors, I think... Uh, go on the internet, go to a library, go online, uh, uh, donate to Wikipedia, and, and just really just uh, try and learn as much about a subject as you can because I think you can take those little bits and pieces, whether you write it down or not, and really help fuel a script, uh, illustration, any of the comics you're doing. 
Uh, and I think that is an essential part of being a creator. And you'll find, or at least I found, that the research is the part of the work that doesn't actually feel like work. <laughs> it is oh, just good, fun good. to learn stuff. At least I think so. Well, sometimes I wouldn't say like every part of being a comic creator is great or fun, but definitely rewarding in the end. So I would say that about research. Awesome. Awesome. So have you just gotten down any rabbit holes researching some stuff? Because I will do that all the time. <laughs> when I was doing the sewer research, absolutely. I mean, there's just so many stories and... and I would go, when you say rabbit hole, sometimes it would be a, not an anger, but just a kind of frustration with uh, the fact that we have massive cities that are overpopulated and uh, the sewer tunnels are antiquated. Mm -hmm. They were designed for maybe 100,000, maybe 200,000, and they're supporting populations of a million plus. Mm -hmm. And yet we, we, we get upset when these systems go wrong and we get upset when we have to pay taxes to help uh, uh, improve the infrastructure. And, you know, what the older the city is, the more antiquated it tends to be. So you really have a situation where you have to literally dig up everything underneath on the foundation to rebuild it, which oh is not gosh. a small ask. My favorite is uh, in the second season, we have uh, the first fatberg in comics. A fatberg is basically uh, just what it sounds. It's fat, it's uh, hygienic products, it's condoms, it's like... Uh, uh, female hygiene products all combined and form a basically like it looks like a glacier of fat and it can build up over time and literally clog pipe systems uh, and we have the first fat in comics you know you got to take your you got to take your uh, points of pride when you can <laughs> when you say you have the first not that i'm doubting you uh, yeah. i am not but is there any way to document that uh, that's fair. I, I did Google Fatberg and comics and nothing came up. I'll, I'll take it. I try. I will take it. I'm not going to Guinness, but I'm saying, how about we're one of the first Fatbergs oh, well, well, I mean, even just to be able to say, <laughs> if you can't find a better example, because I think that's something that somebody in here could look that up. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I've, I've got an issue of weirdo comics from 1947 and it's in there. Like, I don't think so. So uh, in my goal to create comics and uh, uh, Storytell, I want to hit the three E's. The first one is entertainment, so I'm hopefully entertaining people. Mm -hmm. The second is educating. So, I educated them by, they're going to ask the question, what is a fatberg? And if they Google what is a fatberg and read about it, I have accomplished that goal of education. Uh, the third is, I'm hoping to kind of hit a, a, a double of a enlightenment slash engagement. I want to keep them coming, uh, keep them reading, and, uh, and hopefully just show them what comics can do. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to give people a chance to actually get to know your work. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a chance to tell people where to follow you and where to pick up your stuff. So you can follow us on at Mest Comics, M-E-S-S-E-D, mm -hmm. comics, uh, uh, dot com. That's our website. And we have the first two seasons for free digitally there. Uh, go to Mest Comics on Webtoons, first two seasons digitally for free there. And then uh, also uh, on all the Instagrams and all the different social medias, at Mest Comics. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'd be glad to have you back anytime. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It was great meeting you. Hi, my name is uh, Jay Colgan. I'm with Mest Comics. I'm going to tell you about my comic book. Mest is uh, the nickname for the Metropolitan Sewer District. Stars Lily Put. She's a sewer worker and she's our tour guide to the uh, weird, wet, wild world beneath our feet. All she's got is a shovel and things like these uh, giant worms are trying to stop her from cleaning out the tunnels. It is a book that is both fun and disgusting at the same time. 
I was inspired by my daughters to create a strong character that happens to be female, happens to be Asian. And so when I bring them with me to the comic book store, they get to see someone who looks like them on the shelves. This is Akka, Pet Rat, partner in Slime. So uh, we're from the uh, Cincinnati area. The Inquirer's covered us several times. And uh, City, Beat, City Beat's called us the best reason to get your mind in the gutter. We got books on sale. Uh, come to our website. There's also free digital comics at our website at uh, www.messcomics.com. I would like to thank Jay for being my guest today, and I would like to thank you for listening. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I have two versions of this show. One is the one you're listening to right now. The audio version you can get on any podcast platform you might want to think of. And then there is the video version that I put on YouTube. And although I do put a lot of attention into that, I truly consider the soul of this show to be an audio podcast. I want the experience of being able to be on your phone or in your car when you're driving around. I like podcasts being a one-to-one conversation between the podcaster and the audience. However, in the case of this episode, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you there was something really cool if you go to the video version on YouTube. If you happen to go to the video version while I'm talking to Jay, you will see actor Danny Trejo photobomb us in the middle of the conversation. It doesn't add a whole lot to the actual discussion, but it is just really fun to watch. So I would suggest you go ahead and do that and then keep downloading the episodes on your phone or on your stereo or your computer or wherever you like to listen to podcasts in audio form. And don't forget, if you haven't gotten any other episodes, you can subscribe at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, or any other podcasting platform you might want to think of. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.